welcome to the Tiny House Ideas Podcast. Welcome to this episode of the Tiny House Ideas Podcast. Today I'm joined by Tom. Tom lives in a tiny house in Bristol in the UK. Um, we're very similar ages, Tom and I, both sort of 2021. 20, um, so it'll be an interesting conversation for us to sort of talk about how he's been able to build his own tiny house as well as sort of um, working as well and, and just discuss living tiny, how it's the future and, and ways in which we can we can all learn from what he's done. Welcome to the Tiny House Ideas Podcast, the show where we talk about how to live a more fulfilling life with less. My name's Harry Alvarez-Garman and I've got tons of exciting guests lined up for you, including authors, entrepreneurs and tiny house owners. If you love minimalism, sustainable living, personal development and everything in between, then you're in the right place. On the show, we'll be talking about how you can do more of what you love, how to turn your passion into a career and how to live more sustainably. Hi, I'm Tom and um, I run Tom's Tiny House and this is, I'm currently in my house right now that I built. Amazing stuff. So how long have you been in your tiny house? So it's officially been like a year now, but it's sort of like on and off because of the pandemic and the COVID going on. I've been on here with my parents sometimes and then back here. Okay, um, fair enough. Yeah, it's been decent to be fair. Nice one. So how has it been sort of in lockdown? It's obviously 2020, year, 2020 has been a rough year to sort of to get thrown in the deep end, I guess. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely been strange. It's quite, um, yeah, it's definitely quite lonely at points in the house. Yeah, I can own. imagine. Yeah. So I sort of broke it up with like going back and seeing family and then also seeing my girlfriend as well, which is, it has helped. But yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Back in lockdown now, which is great. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But I reckon at least at least because obviously I guess you're you're a single person household, so you can sort of go and go and see your parents and that sort of stuff as well. Yeah, no, that does help because yeah, I'm literally don't see anyone else. So yeah, yeah, just, yeah. yeah, that does help. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. So what sort of because obviously your your background, you're, are you, am I right in thinking you're 21? Yeah, I'm 21. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so sort of similar age to me. I'm turning 21 in in about two weeks, um, right. and sort of been interested in tiny houses for years now and I'd imagine it's the same for you so sort of where did it where did it stem from because obviously us being in the UK we're sort of I guess behind the curve of America who are sort of it's sort of such a common thing but I guess here in the UK obviously it is a bit less a bit less common yeah so I sort of well it was weird because I sort of just started watching YouTube channels so I was always into like sort of van life and yeah, yeah. Shipping, sort of things like shipping containers and stuff like that yeah, so I was talking to a family friend about like them and he had already made a sort of like a shepherd's hut, which is like a sort of got like a curved roof on it, which not got too much in it. It's got like a sink and stuff like that. It's all very basic, but I was thinking, oh, maybe I could make like one to live in. Mm. And then sort of got on the internet as you do and sort of went on YouTube, found loads of American videos, hundreds of them, people yeah. building tiny houses and stuff like that. So then I sort of went from there and then a family friend also does like steel fabrication sort of stuff. Yeah. So he had some trailers lying about which he had done his on. So I got one of them and then sort of went up. And then obviously I'm on my family's land at the moment with this okay. one. This is my grandparents. So they've got a house and then out the back, it's like they've got like an acre. So it's, it's parked on there at the moment. And yeah, so I thought I've got, I've got the trailer, I've got the land, so why not do it? Because I'd be rude not to, do you know what I mean? Like Exactly, exactly. Everything that's like a problem in the UK with building tiny houses, I've got it already set up, do you know what I mean? So yeah, I thought, always be yeah, silly not to. Yeah, got to go for it and just, yeah, <laughs> there really. 
Amazing stuff. So in, in effect also, I reckon for you, it's sort of almost come full circle because you said you sort of, you started watching all the YouTube videos and got interested in it. And then you got um, on Bryce's YouTube channel, didn't you as well? He came to, to do a tour. Yeah, that was really cool to be fair. Um, I got a email by his wife and was like, I was like, okay, I didn't know it was Bryce at the point because they didn't email me through their main one. So I was like, okay. okay. I had, had, had quite a few people like, oh, we'd like to interview you sort of. And then I then it clicked in my head that it was the living big in the tiny house. I was like, no way. So I was like, I couldn't let go of this opportunity. So I was like, yeah, definitely. definitely Amazing. For that. And yeah, it was really cool to be fair. Awesome. Really what, what was the sort of process then? How did that, how did that work? So they sort of like, they emailed me initially and was like, are you interested? We're coming to the UK and we're doing Europe tour mm. and such and such date. I think it was like October time last year. And um, I was like, yeah, I'm definitely keen for that. And then they sort of turn up, him and his wife. His wife does all the, like, filming. And then Bryce does the, obviously, presenting. And it's, it's a real good little setup they've got going on there. It's really cool, too, fair. And then Some they had stuff. stuff like that. It was really interesting. And, yeah, and it was like a day of just filming and, yeah, talking through my tiny house. and Amazing. Yeah, it was really cool, too, fair. All sounds very good. And then um, I, I remember I was I was watching watching YouTube, same as you, sort of looking for all the tiny house videos. I think it was back in sort of April or May that I saw I saw the video of you, and then I thought I'll find you on Instagram, send you a message, to say hello. Um, yeah. And then yeah, I just thought it was awesome that um, because for me, sort of being interested in it for the last sort of five or six years, seeing someone my age in a similar position actually doing it was just sort of amazing to see, especially especially here in England. Yeah, no, it's really cool to also find out that you were interested in your sort of age because I, I don't. There's quite a few people who are sort of age interested, but I don't think it's it's quite as like because within my group of mates, it wasn't really like they were like, "What's that?" Like they didn't really like know exactly yeah. what it was until I started like building it and showing them pictures. They're like, "You're mm. not going to build that." I was like, "Yeah, I am." <laughs> it was. Uh, <laughs> I had quite a lot of help from a mate as well at the point, um, which was really good, and yeah. like was helped out and all that but it was solely me and my friend to be fair just uh, cracking amazing. away amazing amazing yeah. um no that's sort of similar to me I mean I think there's because it, like for my Instagram for example like not ton, not really many people that I know knew about it until sort of the last of year or so and as soon as they found out they're like well what is a tiny house what is sort of like living in a van like they didn't know that these sort of concepts existed and um, yeah. And I think it is, it's, it's weird sort of seeing so many people in America, it being such a, a common thing. Whereas I reckon if we were to walk down the road here in England or the UK and sort of say, how many people know what a tiny house is? If we asked 10 people, maybe two or three would have heard of one. And, yeah. and one person would sort of actually sort of know about them, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's really, it's really not a thing that everyone knows about. And it's not really, I don't think it's really an option that anyone talks about in the UK because it's so hard to get, Mm. land permission and all there's like a big process whilst in america i think it's a bit more like free reign you're sort of like yeah, yeah you do that that's fine because i think the government do quite like regulate living in the uk quite and we don't have mm. as much land as well that's another real big issue with tiny houses it's like having the land which it doesn't annoy people and blah blah, blah like that that's why yeah, I sort yeah of, exactly i sort of keep my location quite like I don't tell anyone really because mm. I have I've done it under like permitted development, which means like it it's a temporary thing. I can move it and such and such. But there's so many there's so many laws and 
restrictions and stuff to like local planning i haven't I haven't said just to yeah like sort of but i think that's the way to sort of make this happen in the uk everyone's got to sort of be like no look i want to i want to build tiny houses at the moment they're sort of, they're sort of like looking into it through like shipping containers for like the homeless we've got quite a lot in bristol going on yeah which is like we have like maybe 20 or 30 like little cabins for the homeless to stay in the night which is pretty cool but i think they're slowly mm, yeah thinking it might be a, like viable option yeah for- yeah no, so it's similar yeah yeah um and similar similar here in cambridge where i live um sort of on the, on the way to town um there's sort of like a, an old car park i think it sort of might even be outside a church or something and there's there's five or six what i would call a tiny house i mean it's like a, a cabin on wheels really um so well it is, yeah. it is a tiny house and that's the only and that's that's only very recent like the last sort of year or so um but again they're sort of they're for homeless they're not sort of actual houses that people live in they are sort of homeless people can come and go and sort of have have shelter for the night so i think it is sort of a shift that the, the government needs to sort of have a look at the regulations and see a way of, of making it viable because i think so many people especially after covid and everything that's happened this year it is it is such a real option for so many people i think it is such a great option yeah it's so it's so affordable the, the initial out cost is it's quite a lot of money do you know what i mean so mm. i spent i spent like six thousand pound on mine that was like all in everything like appliances inside. That's, that's good though to be fair yeah it was really good because a lot of a lot of, i'm really keen on like recycling materials like all my windows are recycled like my kitchen worktop that i'm just sat at now is made of like scaffold planks and it's all it's all like secondhand stuff which i got for like five pound for the window and stuff like that i think it's really cool to like try and recycle stuff but the actual like living the cost of living is so minimal because like especially me on my own like i've got a rainwater harvesting system uh, rigged up on the back so that like my washing up and my shower water just goes through filters okay and then cool. it's got like a chlorine i put like a chlorine tablet out in the big tank and just do it that way and the actual water I only use like maybe like 20 liters of drinking water like a week like fresh and oh, the rest not too bad at all. yeah rain water so i think it's definitely a good thing for people to start getting into because it's just so cheap and like once you've once you've bought it and like you own it, do you know what I mean? Unless exactly unless yeah. on the land, which wouldn't be as half the price of renting like a house or a flat. Exactly. That's the thing, is it's not being tied down to a mortgage that's the appeal, isn't it? Yeah, hundred mm. percent. And our sort of age are gonna struggle like hell to get like even to get mortgages and because you have to have a lot of money to actually like finally like move out and it's I don't know. I just think Exactly. A better way of doing it if the government allow it but yeah 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 yeah, no it is um well you mentioned about your sort of your rainwater harvesting and stuff which are you are you off the grid or are you sort of like hooked into electricity and stuff or for the most part i've i've got it rigged up ready for solar so i've got stuff on 12 volts so like my pumps for my taps and all that is all out of like a boat i've used a boat sort of system and like the fuse board all 12 volt is out of like a boat as well but I I am rigged up to my pet uh, grandparents two forty as well. Um, okay, cool. For like charging phones, I've got the TV and the Wi-Fi and stuff runs off of that, and then mainly like my fans in my bathroom and my kitchen and the taps all running off of like twelve volt. Yeah. But I, I've got the like battery there ready to rig it up to the solar panel. So hopefully I'll be able I'll be like sort of like fifty fifty really. 
majority off grid because the water. Well, I don't drink the water okay. from the tap. But I, I'm sure I could, to be fair. But I don't really drink. I've got like a little, like glass holder. I just keep my fresh water in. Um, for that. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> that is good, like you say, to sort of have the the stuff in place now for solar. You're obviously sort of thinking of, of future proofing it and being ready for whatever comes in the future. Yeah, definitely. And um, so it's currently in my grandparents, but I think it's going to be moved soon as well. Okay, cool. Because uh, my parents have just moved and they've got some land. So that's the sort of like future goals for the tiny house is to move it to their land and become a bit more like off grid and rely on solar and that. And hopefully I'm going to sort of build a few more, I think, in the future. Oh, awesome. Years, to then do like some glamping on the side and stuff like that. That's yeah looking into at the moment sort of like getting people like thinking about it and like coming over and staying the night in it and saying like actually yeah i could or staying the week or whatever and saying like yeah i could do that full time and Mm. like an option the planning honestly that's all that yeah that's holding this back at the moment really yeah so in, in terms of the regulations and stuff obviously you're you're on sort of land that's owned by your grandparents so you've sort of ticked that box what are the sort of other regulations that are holding holding it back in the uk um so there's there's quite a few like sort of they don't really like you living in like temporary sort of accommodation sort of style um they they want it to be obviously the wheels help with the laws at the moment because it's temporary building it can be moved but i i think it's more like i think it's more like water um electricity and all that sort of stuff they the planners want to know about it if you're living in it really and like if it's safe and that but um i think they haven't really made the rules for it yet because for like houses they have they have rules for electric they have rules for water blah 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 i don't think they've made them for the well they haven't made it for like um temporary buildings and that so i think that's mainly stopping and it's like land permission as well stuff yeah, like that okay. so i think that's of- the struggle at the moment Mm, yeah so so the sort of main main issue that needs addressing in the uk is sort of having the government obviously take a look at it and and put in place regulations so it can actually be a a regulated thing so so it is sort of yeah more accessible i think they want control over it so they they'll have to sort of make regulations for it but i think i personally think because they've got the tiny house um community has just had a big grant from the bristol council so that's that's like pushing forward on the whole tiny house thing cool. um i think yeah they just want to regulate it and sort of make like places where people can park up and stuff like make little communities and stuff because i i feel like if you give people that option they're really gonna like become more sustainable they're gonna they're not gonna disrespect the the land they get or they can rent yeah. i think they'll be very respectful and like it'll be like really nice communities and I think yeah, it's just the way forward. I think really for affordable yeah. housing. Yeah, definitely. I I completely agree. I think there is such a such a need, and especially after obviously everything this year with people working from home, people sort of realizing there is more to life than sort of being tied into a mortgage and like working in nine to five. They don't necessarily love just so they can keep their house. Like it is sort of about living now and doing what you want to. Yeah, definitely. I know. I know a lot of people that live just to for their mortgage or their rent and just their electricity and that which yeah. is sad because you should be able to like you said live to actually go enjoy what you've got do you know what i mean like travel and just 
have that money for your family and stuff like that. I feel yeah, like that's exactly. really, really important. And it's like, it's a massive burden for people, mortgages. It's always mm. between before time, it's always been the generations. It's always been a problem, hasn't it really? Yeah. Yeah. No, it has definitely. Um, well, you said you're, you're over in Bristol and there is, like, I've seen the Facebook groups as well, like a Bristol tiny house community. Um, yeah. That is like the first one that I've sort of seen really pop up across England or the UK. So what does that sort of entail? What does the group do? What are you sort of looking to? So um, I do follow the group, but I'm not really like involved much in it. And I want, I want to be more involved with it. Um, I think yeah. they're trying, I'm not too sure. Don't quote me on this, but I think they're sort of trying to make like an eco, like self-sufficient, like tiny house community okay in Bristol and I think they're just trying to get more people aware of it's an option do you know what I mean like if if the council have allowed it like it is an option like yeah but it's um yeah they need quite a lot of money to do it but I really hope they get it because it'll sort of like push other cities to be like oh actually like look at Bristol there they've got a community and they're doing really well and such um exactly yeah, I think it it's slowly it's slowly getting there because I've over the time I've lived in my tiny house, I've like the more stuff's popping up. So they do. I got invited to talk, but COVID cancelled it. Obviously, um, over in Froome, they do like a tiny house talk thing, and like people. Okay. Van. So it's slowly people are slowly thinking about it. And there's like a group that they actually like meet up. Um, well, they did before COVID, like every Tuesday, I think, and talk about like options and yeah it's definitely a, a cool thing to be involved with so hopefully awesome. i can involve more on that yeah yeah definitely um, and, and you mentioned as well sort of obviously there's this they're looking to make a, a community out of it as well and you mentioned sort of build, building a few more for yourself and i think giving people the option of I think obviously it's quite intimidating thinking, oh, I'm going to move from sort of the the big house I'm used to into such a small space, but being able to sort of stay overnight, being able to stay for a weekend and sort of get a bit acclimatised to it and to see what it is like, you'd be able to offer that to people. I think that is a really, really awesome thing that is needed. Yeah, I definitely want to sort of get people talking about it more because I'm Mm. really interested in like van life as well. I really like van but like my brothers i've got a van i've just done that my brother's got one as well and they're just they're so cool for like getting away on the weekend and stuff like that but also a lot of people have it as a like they're living full time in them which is really cool um the whole glamping is sort of taking off at the moment in the uk i think yeah it is like wow it's actually quite nice to like go away in these places so hopefully people start thinking actually like i should invest in some land and build a little tiny house and put it on there so yeah, yeah hopefully that's the like goal of the tiny houses for me is to get a few more and rent them out and sort of and have people over to like look around mine if they're like because i try to give as much advice out to people that i try to reply back to everyone on instagram of like if they have questions about it because it is it is daunting yeah like yeah. when i had a tiny house i didn't know where to start i was like what the hell like and I had a bit of like carpentry experience from my apprenticeship, but mm. yeah, very daunting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. Yeah. So you say you, you've sort of done a carpentry apprentice. Are you a carpenter now? Is that your day job? Yeah. So I've I've done my three years um, carpentry apprenticeship when I was building the hut. I literally I was pretty much like halfway through the first year. Yeah, and I'm also enrolled on like site foreman course at the moment okay cool. Uh, i'm doing that but i'm sort of like a working foreman so which is like 
I'm still like on the kit and doing carpentry. That's my nine yeah. to five. Um, okay, yeah, cool. like renovation company, local renovation company. So yeah. Well, I can imagine that's given you a lot of obviously the know-how and the experience to be able to sort of apply it literally to your own house to build it. Yeah. So yeah, it's quite funny really because I had I was learning at the time. It's all it's all a big learning curve. Like there's there's that's things thing, like yeah. that, but a lot a lot of the like little bits I didn't know you. I literally just watch mm. YouTube and it's really actually incredible for like learning on there and some people have got amazing videos out um so I think that really helps but yeah it does help to have like sort of background knowledge and yeah and definitely also, and also the tools as well because it's it's a big part is having like the correct tools to build it so if you have mm. the good tools then it makes it so much easier to like tackle it and yeah definitely yeah saves you a lot of time I can imagine yeah definitely you'll be a lot well when i started this i didn't have a powered skill source i was cutting a lot of the sheets by hand and it was a nightmare that'd be pretty long yeah looking back on it i'm like why did i do that like i had just buy a skill force for like a couple hundred pounds and i would have made so much quicker progress but yeah exactly i I like enjoyed just pottering along with it and for me it's more like financial like I didn't have the money to, at the time to. Yeah. I sort of, I would work because I used to get paid weekly. I'd work a week and then spend money on the hut and then just buy do whatever it, like, you needed for the next like week's that. work. Yeah, because yeah, it is expensive the initial thing, but once you've got it, like mm. it, they hold their value as well, which is really good. And they're yeah, just, that is the other thing. Yeah, because mm. I see a lot um, of the price quite high. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Um, so in terms of I mean, the fact that you managed to do it for £6,000 is amazing. So you obviously say you've got a lot of re- reused, reclaimed materials, stuff like that. Um, how how was the build process then? How long did it take you? How was it? What did you sort of learn? So it was, I think it was like two, two-ish years. It was a long, yeah. long time because I was trying to balance a full-time apprenticeship Um with also social life and the tiny house on the side so it it was quite a big like task um yeah I quite for long yeah and it's all the it's all the little bits that take so long and like if you want to get it right you really have to like knuckle down and like just take your time with it but yeah so the money slowed me down obviously and then yeah it's just the time that it took was like two and a bit years and it was just it was it was quite hard work but it was like little bit by little bit you know what i mean like making it waterproof and mm. and also i built mine in a field which was really hard in the winter obviously it was like muddy it was yeah it was pretty it was pretty gruesome to be fair but it was I such a good done yeah yeah definitely and it just takes that little bit longer with like reclaimed timber as well, because obviously someone's already had a go at it and cut mm. it, square it all back up. And like my worktops in my kitchen took quite a while to like sand them down, get them how I wanted them looking, oil them up, cut them and stuff. But I sort of made my house and I sort of went round and I picked the windows that I wanted on Gumtree, went and picked them up and just stored them yeah so that i like initially had them and then um just did it like that really but yeah with reclaimed stuff it just takes that little bit longer just to like clean them up and they're not going to fit in amazing like how they would if you like bought it brand new and a lot of the problem i had was with like like pallet wood i used loads of pallet wood 
so I'd go to the like there's like a farmer's market where there's like stacks of it I'd go and get like loads of it cut it all up yeah, but it's yeah. just the time to like dry it and sand it down and take just, out all the nails and that sort yeah, of stuff yeah it cut all the pallets apart it just takes out so much longer but it's free wood at the end of the day I've mm-hmm. like saved myself like ridiculous amounts of like money yeah reclaiming stuff and a lot of the time I was like literally skip diving it's ridiculous like if i drive through bristol and i'd see like someone's doing a renovation they've got loads of like 42 in the skip like it's got loads of nails in it it's just going to go to like lamb like landfill or something yeah. so i'd like knock on their door and be like oh yeah is this timber free and they're like yeah take it away so I'd literally have so much on the roof <laughs> Love it. but it's amazing stuff save me loads of money yeah yeah i'm just going to give a quick mention to tiny house ideas so tiny house ideas is my business is my company it's been what i've been working on for the last five years in the long term and especially over lockdown over the last year or so i've really put some time energy and effort into building this business so tiny house ideas obviously started with an instagram page and it has grown and developed into the business that it is today it's the perfect free platform for anyone interested in the tiny house movement in the tiny house community first of all all of the all of the images that i feature on instagram you can find out more information you can get a full fact file over on the website as well as that there's a really cool tool called find me a builder where for free i will personally pair a few tiny house builders with you based on your requirements and that will save you going through hours and hours of searching through google results take the stress out of it for you really and obviously it's no obligation i'll send you a few recommendations and it's up to you what you do with them another section of the website is the approved builders section so i've been working with a few tiny house builders that i really stand behind that i see the value in their work so there's there's a profile there to sort of tell you more about them and so you can contact them directly if you've got any jobs that you're interested in and finally on the website there's a section for tiny house vacation so if you guys are looking to go away and to try the tiny house movement to try the tiny house living um, but don't know if you want to commit to it if you don't want to live there just yet then a vacation is a really really great way to sort of get acclimatized to learn more about it and you can do that by clicking on the vacations tab of the tiny house ideas website and learning more and searching through some amazing holiday homes how much do you reckon if you weren't to have done anything reclaimed how much do you reckon would be like an estimate for the total price if everything was brand new I I reckon like around ten grand probably. Yeah. Grand. So it's a substantial amount then that you've saved, yeah. Yeah, because like for instance, like my front door, um, you'd probably pick one of them up from like two to three hundred pounds. I picked up for five pounds. Mm. So it's like, it's a massive like difference. And obviously there's fuel money going to get it and stuff, but it outweighs it so much. Um Yeah, definitely. That <laughs> is so much cheaper to do it that way yeah so if, if you were going to do it again if you were sort of for, for the next tiny house that you build do you think you're going to go down the reclaim route again or do you think um you'll, you'll buy some more stuff or what sort of lessons have you learned from from reusing yeah so i think i would go down the reclaim thing i just think it gives such a if you're going for that sort of like vibe in your tiny house i think it gives such a cool like cabin-y feel yeah new wood can't really give you to be fair and you know like a lot of it i got from like when i was doing rip outs of like houses and stuff and you know it's like a hundred year old like like oak shelves like yeah yeah so and another thing i would probably change was like the roof i really didn't think about the roof properly it's because i've got a sleeping loft but it's quite tight to get into it okay like and once you get into it so you can sit up i made so you can sit up in there and it's not like real cramped but it's the initial getting up into the roof. Like I didn't have much experience with roofs and they're quite complicated roofs. So I sort of just, 
went with what looked good at the time. But realistically, I would have uh, made my main pitch on my roof more steeper so that you can like get in a bit easier. Okay. Okay. I think that's like the main thing that I would have done differently. It's like Mm. quite a big thing that I like was like, oh, like it bugs me sometimes, but it is what it is. It's done now and I, I don't mind it, to be fair. But the actual layout is, it works really well really to be fair and what i was surprised with is when i initially like built it cladded it on the inside i was like oh it's so small like i wouldn't be able to like get hardly any stuff in it but i've literally got like a perfectly big enough kitchen full size like under the counter fridge i've got a shower i've got a toilet and like over there in my i've changed this from the video as well i've made like a sofa bed yeah okay but it's just it's just masses of rooms. Do you know what I mean? Like I've mm. so the the size of it now, it feels like quite big and like it's nice to be fair, and it's easy yeah. to heat. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're sort of able to because obviously designing it yourself, you 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 customized what works for you. You know, sort of how much space you're going to need in the kitchen, like how much space you want to relax in the evening. Whereas obviously, when you you go into sort of rent a flat or rent a house or, or buy a house or whatever, then everything's already set in stone it's how it's going to be whereas you can sort of have the flexibility to make it work for you which is which is massive yeah and i feel like also like when i built my tiny house i really didn't think about a few things like storage and all that sort of stuff but it's so easy to like go in and just change it because it's it's such a small scale like you can just change stuff and make it work for like so like i built the sofa bed because i got storage underneath now and it pulls out to yeah. a double like when I got friends to stay, they can just pull it out and sleep down there and I'll sleep up the top. Yeah. And also like a wardrobe for like when my girlfriend stays, like it's nice to she said it was like nice to have like actual like clothing places. Like, but as a man, I just don't really care about <laughs> it. I didn't think about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it was good to like go back, back, redo it, bits of it, and then I think you mm. can only really tell what you need when you start living in it, really. Yeah, that's the thing. It's sort of getting used to it and, and making change as you go along yeah definitely because before that you just yeah you just think oh i need this i need this but then you, when you live in here like i don't need that like, yeah, I, got, yeah. I got rid of my massive table i had because i hardly ever sit it and i can just sit at the end of my kitchen like i'm doing now it's like stuff like mm. that you know what you want sort of thing <laughs> yeah yeah so what what did sort of your family what did your girlfriend what do your, th- your friends think of it now that it's all that it's all done and you're living in there yeah they they love the idea like my my family love like the tiny house so, like the achievement and that like all, yeah that's massive as well yeah like they're like i can't believe you actually like went through with it and um did it that way and yeah and like friends and my girlfriend and that yeah she loves it like the idea of it and that and my friends love it as well like coming over to stay it's like something new isn't it that yeah like not not like not many people have and they're like wow you actually built your own like you've got your own house like yeah um yeah it's quite um if i it doesn't really feel real at some points i'm like actually i've got my home that i can just go to do you know what i mean but yeah exactly but yeah, yeah they're super supportive of it my mates love it do you know what i mean they mm. my friend really wants to build one as well the one that helped me build this he really amazing He's looking at like alternate living and that sort of style as well. Cause I think he's just seen it and thought, well, actually it wasn't like too bad to build and Yeah. Open his eyes to it. Option. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. 
but before that when i said i was building one they're like what like what is that like <laughs> and how are you gonna do like all these questions like that i didn't even know myself half of them i'm like i'm just gonna go for it and yeah like, for the best but no, now it's built everyone yeah everyone's always saying like it's amazing and stuff like that which is it's really nice to be fair yeah no that is good and i think obviously you being 21 not paying like rent for your house not paying a mortgage but having your own house is i mean there's there's not many 21 year olds that can say they've got their own house like living mortgage free yeah it definitely makes a massive financial difference definitely yeah yeah because you haven't you haven't got to like worry about rent and stuff like that mm. um, just like little outgoings that i pay my grandpa just for like electricity and, that and water yeah but it's yeah. so it's so minimal that like it doesn't really yeah it doesn't really change too fair like it is it's nice to actually have a place yeah definitely yeah definitely um so obviously you say you've obviously got those sort of um bills and stuff that you pay but aside from that it obviously gives you the the freedom to, to spend your money on on what you want to save your money and to sort of live on your own terms rather than sort of having all these fixed payments every month yeah definitely like it gives me like options for other stuff and and also to save for the future for stuff that yeah i might want to do like like i don't i don't know with the housing and that at the moment do you know what i mean with because obviously it's all so expensive and but yeah it just helps you save for the future and just like future proof yourself like mm. now when you're young and haven't got many outgoings to like when you're older you have a lot of outgoings and kids and all that all that sort of stuff <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so how else would you say obviously we've got the the financial aspect being a huge one what other aspects of your life have been affected by living in a tiny house i think it's more like like social as well i do a lot of social well i did before covid obviously but mm. i did a lot of social stuff in my heart always have my friends around and like it's really like having barbecues in the summer and stuff it was really like yeah. it's great really like opened like socially it's like a space that everyone can like come and chill out because a lot of them well all of my friends still live at home do you know what I mean yeah because they're all still quite young and mm-hmm. yeah saving for houses and all that stuff um but yeah I think it's and like who I've met through it as well I've met some already within like the first year I've talked to some amazing people met some amazing people and so it's opened my mind on like people's living situation definitely a lot more yeah like it's not all about owning that big fancy house it's not that typical you need to you've only won in life if you've done these things that's, that's just not true no i think it's more about like actually like having holidays you want to have and like doing stuff you want to do with your money mm. is really it's really beneficial i think really to like people's like mental health and yeah i think really good to set some up and get a lot of people on board with it because i just think it'll be it will just help so much i think we've we can sort of like we're gonna have to go down that route because there's like caravan parks that people live at as well so it's very it's very similar to that it's just a bit more like homemade than a caravan caravan's very like factory standard yeah like mass production line yeah and i Mm. feel like once we get past that like unique sort of housing, I think it's definitely 
um, are definitely an option. I think a lot more people are starting to do it. I do notice, especially living in the countryside, just outside of Bristol, I do notice little builds that are being built on the like side just to, obviously they don't tell the council, I don't think, but like little containers that are being made into houses and stuff. I think it's just yeah. such a, I think it's so cool to like do yeah. that. I yeah. just think it's all fascinating, like the whole the whole shipping containers, the whole van life, cabins, like we said, like shepherd types. Yeah. There's there's so many different options, um, yeah. and and obviously like like you said, there's there's YouTube, there's there's so many different places to sort of find inspiration now, which is which is amazing. And actually, sort of like leads me on to asking as well that you said you were sort of looking at um, the videos which inspired you. Did you did you come across it by accident initially, or when you first first ever found out or heard about a tiny house, was it sort of just randomly on your suggested, or had you sort of got a rough idea beforehand? Or so I grew up very like wanting to travel. Like it was always from young wanting to. I initially started looking at van builds to be honest because I like. I love surfing and I was looking at surf videos where they just go off for months on end around Europe and around America. And then it sort of like come up on the suggested thing. I was like, like, like tiny house building and tiny house. I was like, Oh, what's that? Like, and then I really like got hooked into an end watch, like endless videos. Yeah. yeah. Evening and just be like, Oh, I just need to get this done. And then when I finally, got a trailer and my grandparents were like yeah you can like do that on our land i was like well just like i'd be stupid not to yeah like, don't get that opportunity i'm gonna just take it and, and do it i take i try and take every like opportunity i get yeah and which is good my advantage, yeah yeah definitely amazing stuff well what would you sort of say if there's anyone listening who is um i guess even especially in the uk that is is looking at doing it what would you sort of give what what advice would you give to them I think I'll definitely figure out the whole parking situation first. Like maybe yeah. talk, talk to local farmers, talk to people like that or people that own land initially and be like, look, I can pay you a bit of money for rent, blah, blah. I want to do this. I want to live off grid. And I think a lot of people will start to be like, yeah, like I can make some money off this. You're going to, like I feel like, and it's movable. And I think all situation. Yeah. And I think the next thing is like, getting like a good like trailer really mm. it's like the basis for everything you want to get a trailer that you know it's not one you could tow miles and miles and miles you know what i mean it's not it's not designed for that it's designed so you can move it but not like hundreds of miles so you just got to like think what you want yeah like do you want one that you can that's a bit smaller and you can tow it anywhere on and like stuff like that i think it's just thinking about the options that you like where you want to go with it really yeah, just sort of pre-planning everything. Yeah, and I think also the investment as well. I, I think it's something you shouldn't be scared about investing in because a lot of people are now thinking, right, I want one. And a lot of people do want to just buy one and just be done with it and just live in it. So I feel like you could sell it if you if it all went wrong, do you know what I mean? And you couldn't find land and yeah, um, yeah. Or, or whatever, do you know what I mean? You didn't like it or it was not for you. I think you can you could sell you can get your money back off of the project because a lot of people mm. want quirky buildings like and outhouses and stuff like that. So I think I think yeah, just go for it and just but like take your time with it and just be patient as well because at times I I really did think like why why am I doing this like like none of my friends are doing this like like what am I doing sort of thing yeah yeah. Like, 
like is it going to be worth it like i'm spending all my money on something that i don't know i don't know if it will even work out do you know what i mean mm, mm. i think it's just a gamble and it's like one that it's worth taking because I've benefited from it and it's really cool to be fair yeah so, yeah definitely yeah. I agree amazing stuff well I mean it, it's sort of good to see that there are more tiny house builders cropping up all around the UK obviously like worldwide it's in Australia it's in New Zealand obviously America's huge and I think it is just sort of the, the snowballs like building up and building up so I think soon the UK is sort of going to be it's sort of going to be a, a bigger thing and as soon as like we say this this government um um the government sort of guidelines come out about it and that there's more regulations then then hopefully it was all sort of become become a lot more common and then like you said obviously it's a good investment in terms of resale value so if if the resale market starts picking up as well then it's just it's just all gonna sort of hopefully head in the direction that we're all hoping yeah definitely i think it's going to be become a more like a common thing to see like a tiny house builder or like yeah. as you see there's a few in the in the uk like there is a few like i follow quite a few on it but they're more like shepherd's huts not livable mm. they're more like weekend stays like i was on about not like yeah like the, glamping sort of stuff not like mm. proper living arrangements but um hopefully it'll, yeah like you said it will just people in the uk will start sort of like wake up to it and be like yeah that's like actually a really good way of doing it and i think like yeah. the government also like if they, they could benefit from it as well like I, I don't think they think they could, but if they own the land and rent it out, like little parking bays, they could they could make a lot of money and, and there could be a lot of happy people that live in, in their little mortgage-free, well, they just have to pay a bit of rent, like a couple hundred pounds or whatever for electricity and water and um, yeah. however much it is. But yeah, it would be like half the price of a £600 mortgage or whatever. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Well, so yeah, yeah. Which obviously does all add up, yeah. Yeah, it does. It all does add up. And hmm. yeah, hopefully it just like you said, snowballs and then they just pick it up as like a good idea, really. Because it is yeah, yeah. Idea and hmm. yeah. yeah, and it is just sort of as more as more sort of people like you are, are sort of sharing your story on Instagram and the awareness is growing, then it is all sort of all gonna go that way. Yeah, and I feel like also like there was a bit of a like cause the whole you've got the communities like the barges and people living on boats it's it's very similar to that so i feel like it will pick up it's just that's like barges and that are so old-fashioned it's like it's normal to the uk but the tiny houses are all like they're they're not like new but they're new to the uk like it's just yeah it's just kicking off i think Mm. and as Um, as generations sort of roll through it should yeah yeah definitely pick up and i hope it does because mm. it's such a good way to like lower people's stress and all that really yeah yeah, yeah exactly so in terms of like a, a daily basis in terms of like your day-to-day life what what does that look like in a tiny house well it's sort of like a lot of it is well i work quite a lot to be fair yeah. i work in the morning till six at night so and do that five days a week so in the evenings i'm like quite active so i go out for like runs and stuff like that okay, but it's just cool. like it's like popping the tv on making dinner um popping the log burner on mm. yeah just chilling out really and then off to bed and then repeat the same <laughs> going back to work again but exactly. like on the weekends it's obviously in the summer it's amazing because i just have the doors open i've got like grass in front um mm. barbecues and just sitting out there and chilling in the sun it's really nice to be fair 
Yeah, 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 definitely. So would you say that obviously you said you're you're very active and you like going for your runs and stuff in the evening. Um, do you reckon living in a tiny house has given you the the freedom to do more of that sort of stuff? Whereas if you're in, say, a conventional house and there's so many, I guess, distractions and so much else to do that it might sort of pull your attention away from from other things that you wanted to do. Has has a tiny house sort of allowed you the freedom to do more things that you love? Yeah, it does. It really does because you like you said you don't have you don't have anything to really worry about other than your basic needs really mm. and and you can spend more time just doing what you like love and not and like for instance cleaning the house like an average house would take ages to clean like yeah it's like a mission like but my tiny house within an hour you can clean it like top to toe it would be spotless yeah. you know it's yeah. just stuff like that it's really like like minimal and I think a lot of people that live in tiny houses have a lot more freedom, definitely. Yes, freedom is a big thing, yeah. Spend their money on what they want, live how they want. Because a lot of people in tiny houses don't have like full-time jobs. They sort of Mm. have part-time jobs and stuff like that, which that's another thing. Tiny houses like can allow for that as well, like a part-time job, because you don't need like loads of money to maintain your property. Yeah, very like they're very low cost and a lot of the ones on online you just like you talk about their initial outlets yeah it's a lot of money but once that's like paid for and they've a lot of them save and then just buy it outright and then and then their initial cost is like it's nothing like bare minimum so they all live like lives that they want to live it's the same for like van lives isn't it it's like the ultimate like freedom you can park where you want you can go to the places you want. Your home's just there by the side of you. Yeah, yeah. and just do, yeah. do everything on your own terms, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. Amazing stuff. So sort of going back to the the sort of day-to-day life of, of you in your tiny house, um, I wanted to ask as well in terms of like sort of the things that you own and if being in a smaller space has made you think more about like what you own, what you bring into the house. Like, do you think you own less possessions because you're in a tiny house than you would in a bigger house or would you call yourself a minimalist or anything like that or or what sort of how you found it in terms of like material possessions yeah I wouldn't call myself a minimalist because I do <laughs> I do still own a lot of stuff like I've got loads yeah, yeah. Of, I've got loads of surfboards and you know what I mean I've got I've got a lot of stuff but yeah, yeah, yeah. You, have, you do have to be quite savvy with it really and also like you've got to have places to like put it because you can't just have it in the middle of the room because otherwise because otherwise it's like loads of your room gone and you have nowhere to like live but yeah I feel I feel like a lot of people are minimalist and I can see why because you don't need you don't need loads of stuff just to be happy yeah yeah like you just don't you don't need half of it um and you can spend more money on like your hobbies and that instead of like mm. materialistic items in your house and fancy this fancy that just, yeah I feel like <laughs> yeah it's definitely made me think about like small spaces a lot more yeah and what, yeah definitely and like what you can do with them as well like you don't need masses of room to achieve what you want to achieve do you know what I mean mm. yeah yeah yeah, no, I agree, definitely. So you said you obviously you've got all of like the the bits and bobs from your hobbies, like your surfboards and stuff. Have you yeah. got any clever storage like hidden around the tiny house that sort of keeps everything in order or Yeah, so I've got a lot of I've got a loads of kitchen storage because it because even as a small kitchen I managed to get a lot because I don't have a lot of like pots and pans and plates and that. Mm. So that that. And then with like 
yeah, with like storage. I've got like a storage loft up there with all my like sleeping bags and camping stuff in it. And like the surfboards just go underneath. And I've got a box on the back, which has got like the batteries and that in it. And that's got, okay. that's got stuff in there as well. So it's got, it's got a lot of storage for a small space to be fair. And I don't yeah. really have issues with it. So yeah. Amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. I mean, it all just sounds amazing. And me listening to it, sort of being someone that is is looking at doing it in the next year or so like as soon as i finish uni um i've got a year and a half left and then the summer after i finish uni literally the first thing i'm going to be doing is, is buying a trailer and sort of looking at looking at like doing this properly which i'm super excited about yeah you um, definitely have to come down and look at 100%, my percent, 100 percent. yeah well, have to meet up and yeah no i'd love to because it yeah, definitely helps look at one before you build one yeah exactly and to sort of get a feel of the space yeah, and you could be like, oh, I don't like that about his. I'll do that differently. Like, everyone, each yeah. and that sounds amazing. Amazing yeah. stuff. And I was always, uh, obviously, after COVID as well, um, this summer, obviously, if, if there wasn't any COVID or anything, I was sort of looking at anyway, expanding my Instagram into looking at doing tours and to looking at sort of creating videos and doing this sort of stuff. So as soon as all this is sort of over and we're not in lockdown, then it'd be awesome to sort of come in and have a little record of like video around and all that sort of stuff as well and, oh, and do yeah, something that way. Fun. Yeah, definitely. That'd be amazing. Yeah, I'm always, stuff. always up for touring my house around. Definitely. Yeah. Good, good. Amazing. Well, love, love to hear all that. Um, and you mentioned as well briefly about sort of like advice for other people. Is there anything else that you'd sort of say as like a, a final comment if someone was thinking or, or even for me, for example, sort of looking at doing it in the next year or so, what would be like your main your main takeaway for them? Yeah, definitely like commit at it and don't give up. Like, it is daunting. Like there'll be bits where you'll just sit there and think, why the hell am I doing this? Like there will be times like that. It is, it's inevitable. And yeah, yeah just, just keep grinding at it. And it will slowly, it will slowly, the list will slowly get smaller. And then all of a sudden you'll be like, Oh, I've got my own tiny house. And I've done it. And yeah. Also, and also like, don't be, don't be scared to like invest. I feel like it's one of these things that like you can invest and you can get your money back. Do you know what I yeah, mean? It's exactly. like a, not like a dead end investment i think definitely yeah and and the sort of the more you put into it initially and like if if you're not cutting any corners then that's just gonna only help you out in the future oh definitely and it will help living in it a lot mm. more do you know what i mean if you have it the way you want it and not cut corners it definitely yeah definitely makes it more livable exactly well it's been loads of awesome advice and it's been sort of great to hear about about your tiny house and about how it sort of affected you and, and how it sort of how your day-to-day life is so thank you very much for coming on and i hope everyone that's listening has enjoyed sort of hearing more about you and um, obviously links to your socials and stuff will, will be in the description yeah. of the videos check out my instagram that'd be great yeah and yeah, if yeah you definitely more advice just uh message me on my messenger there and i'm always amazing open. stuff amazing yeah. stuff well it's been a pleasure speaking to you yeah and you thank you thanks a lot as always, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Tiny House Ideas podcast. If you've got any questions, any suggestions, any questions for future episodes, any ideas, then please do get in touch. Instagram's the easiest way to reach me at Tiny House Ideas. If you'd like to support the podcast, as I've mentioned, it's available on Patreon to support and we've got a private Discord group there where we can have the discussion. We can really break down the podcast, talk about each episode, talk about upcoming episodes and also watch all of the new releases early. 